Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to Bratton Cliff's Flea Circus. I'm Cliff. I'm Brett. Part two. Part two of Oasis at Wembley. Um, last week we were just saying we were at Wembley. Nobby, who was one of our friends, was with us. Really did nothing remarkable on this trip. He did insult um, uh, um Eastern European lady. Oh, did he? Yeah, but he didn't mean to. I think he just said, like, he came out with one of his, say, uh, 70 sitcom quotes. <laughs> and she didn't understand what he was saying. Uh, and she, she ran off crying, cannot remember. Was that in a bar? It was in a bar where um, the toilets were hidden by a magic door. That's it. I've been back to that bar since then. I went with Jane uh, uh-huh. last time I was in London, but it's not it's not haunted house themed anymore. Oh, well, that's a shame. <laughs> It was good, wasn't it? But we just couldn't find the time. <laughs> yeah, you had to go through a bookcase. <laughs> Why? Why were they hidden? I remember, of, uh, yeah, that was nice, like Sunday afternoon or something, wasn't it? It we was, uh, yeah. Because we met one of your friends, didn't we? Karen, in Camden. Karen, we went to Camden, we went to Weatherspoons there. Uh-huh. And then had a butch around Camden and a couple more pints and stuff. That was good. Mm-hmm. Good fun, when you? 18, 19. It was. It was, it was like an iron opener, wasn't it? It was... Uh, it was a bit odd, London. I, th- I thought, though, you know, it's very different to what we used to in the northeast, isn't it? Uh-huh. Especially Strange at that time, yeah. Like running around, like in the middle of the night, screaming. Especially at that time, it was. Uh, it's still like fairly traditional up here. Like you don't have like different restaurants and cuisines and fancy bars. It was uh-huh. just pubs, wasn't it, and clubs? Yeah. Uh, like either like crap nightclubs or social clubs. Um, but yeah, it was a bit different. We weren't used to. People being a bit more individual, a bit more boisterous, but uh, like and aye. rude as well, and rude, <laughs> <laughs> definitely rude. Uh-huh. So it, I it was a, it was an eye opener, I think, uh, for like a nineteen-year-old going there for the first mm-hmm. time. I think, especially by ourselves. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, and you know we could have got into more trouble than we did. I suppose. Well, we didn't, we didn't get into trouble. Didn't get into trouble. Just upset Oriental, not Oriental, <laughs> Eastern European people. Oh, it really did anyway. Yeah, but he generally upsets everybody, doesn't he? To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so we end up in the gig. Nobby, bless him. We got one way right to the front. We're didn't right we? to the front. Not yeah, not right. Not the first couple of rows, but decent. Close to the front, 
we watched Doves. It is red hot. Like, it's hotter than we're used to here. Yeah. It must have been like a heat wave day or something like that. Uh-huh. We were sweating, you know, we're drinking. Drinks are expensive in the place. We only have a couple of pints, really, I think, because it's an expensive round, isn't it? When well, we're that's inside. why we, we bought the red stripe, isn't mm-hmm. it? So we could get well oiled before we got in. Yeah. But we couldn't even finish that, could we? We couldn't finish that. And then we got our spot and we just stuck to it. But what was happening was basically nobody wanted to move, did they? Because no. the well, you know, sixty thousand people. Sixty thousand people, and we were, let's say, we were in those first two thousand or something, yeah. four thousand maybe, uh-huh. uh, close to the front. And so we had our spot, and everybody around didn't want to move, but that kind of made for some bad behaviour, didn't it? Like people were throwing up because mm-hmm. they'd been drinking too much in the heat, and they were just like being sick on the floor on people. They were pissing on the floor and stuff oh, like in that. The cups. In the cups. That which... was the first time I ever, because ex- you told us. You know what they're throwing around, Brett? It's piss. I know, it was horrible, wasn't it? Uh-huh. And that became a thing with Oasis Kings, which is a horrible legacy to leave. <laughs> it certainly is. <laughs> I mean, I, I just saw it with people chucking beer. I was doing, like, why are they chucking that beer away? Yeah. You know what I mean? Brett, it's piss. That was horrible. Uh-huh. Awful. Because I remember that Nebworth gig where they were, that was like people saying they were doing it there because... That had been in a feud for like yeah. 10 hours or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and then it became a thing that people did at Oasis Gigs, but it's horrible. <laughs> it is horrible. But obviously, now we've been from the northeast and a, a gentlemanly fella. A, gentleman a guy who flags down the police when he, <laughs> he realises that he's, he's committing a crime. He's that honest. <laughs> he's not the type of guy, is he, to piss in a cup and throw it on people? No, so it was like about seven o'clock by this point the sun's like just going down we've watched doves we've watched happy mondays we've got our place i think somebody's already pissed on them or been sick on them maybe i think somebody was one of those two things like the people that were next to us Mm -hmm. and uh he's gone right lads i'm just gonna go for a piss i'll be back in 10 minutes Um, and we were like nobby what are you talking about like you've waited six hours or something (laughs) The gig's about to start. It was it's literally clearly about to start. About you could start. feel it. You uh-huh. could feel it in the air, like the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. The sun was just setting. It, the atmosphere was ramping up. It was just you fucking know, in the bushes. Was nearly coming. It, yeah, so it was about you know an hour since Happy Mondays had finished. Let's see. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Right, lads, I'll be back in ten minutes." So we were like, "Nobby, no, don't go. Like you'll never get back." You'll never get back here because the band are going to come on, uh-huh. and uh, you've got to go. 60, you've got to go here. through fifty thousand people to get to the toilet. <laughs> You're never going to find where. You're yeah. never going to do it. He was like, "No, no, I know where you are, man. You're yeah. right in the centre. Plus, the sound stage is behind. No mobile phones. Nobody had a mobile phone or anything. No, we like didn't. That. We didn't. So, um, it was, was like, no way of contacting anybody. Was there? If you, no. If you, if you that, got was lost, that was it. And he was. 100% going to get lost and lo and behold we never saw him again throughout <laughs> the gig so the gig to be fair like I, I never really think about the gig when I think about going, going to the gig because I think about because now he's overshadowed the whole gig has all that stuff <laughs> <laughs> so I've never really talked about the gig before I remember um, they started with fucking in the bushes and everybody went wild yeah and we were like Nobby, we'll never see a Nobby again mm-hmm. um and they had brought out Stand on the Shoulder Giants. They didn't play anything of Be Here Now, I don't think. Um, no, I don't, I don't think, think they did. did. I think they disowned it at this point, uh-huh. even though still a decent album. It is. We still like, we still like <laughs> it. Um, 
So they didn't play anything off that. I mean, the hits and stuff like that were definitely. They started with "Go Let It Out," didn't they? Yeah, because uh, that was the latest single. It was the. It was the. We played um, that Neil Young song. The Neil Young song. Hey, that hey, that was the boy. first time that we heard that, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Which was just the part where Noel's playing by himself type thing. Yeah. Dean goes off to have a few more lines or whatever. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I remember being like arm in arm with you when he did Don't Look Back in Attic. And yeah, then, and that was like was. the emotional moment of the night. It was, and uh -huh. it was class that, wasn't it? It was absolutely brilliant. It's, I mean, being there with that amount of people, 60,000 people, a band that will always wanted to see, it was unbelievable, wasn't yeah. it? And you know, it would have been great to see them in a small gig right. before all of that. Uh -huh. But we just didn't get, we were... We were too young, like we could have gone to them, but I think... Well, like 13 when they're in 94, weren't we? Yeah, so, so we wouldn't have gone to any of those ones. So this was... And then it just become superstars, obviously. It's probably better that we didn't, because they got, like, Lamp in Newcastle and that, didn't <laughs> yeah, they? Yeah, did. Um, so, yeah, the, the gig, I, I can't remember much of it. Like, oh, yeah. just, just don't look back I remember, anger, really. I remember, because we were so close to the front, because we wanted to see them, didn't we? <laughs> That was the whole point. That was the whole point of we're trying to get. Yeah, we didn't front. want to watch. We didn't want to be at the back of like fifty thousand people in front of us. Yeah. We wanted to be at the front. Yeah, and that was I mean? why we got there that early and all of that. Uh -huh. So it was great. It was amazing. This one they had that fella from Cooler Shaker on the keyboards in there at this mm -hmm. point, and um, Gem Archer was playing guitar. I think because Griggsy had left. That guy with the big beard from Cooler Shaker. Uh -huh. He's good. Nice. Um, Oh, it was game, wasn't it? So it wasn't like the traditional line of Gwigsy and would I, I don't think Bonehead was there. It would have been Andy Bell. Was it Andy Bell as well? Maybe he had it? just joined them. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, it was like not the original lineup. Better musicians probably than the original lineup, but not the classic lineup. Not the classic one. Made the best, actually made the best music, uh -huh. regardless of not being as good musicians as those. Yeah, probably. but it was. I mean, it was. We want to see Neil. No, Neil. We want to see Neil and Jones. Neil and Jonesy. So I. Neil was good. Neil was all right, wasn't he? He was all right, Neil. So yeah. We want to see Liam and Noel. Everybody wants to see them, right? That was the main draw. I know. It was it Zach Stelty on the drums as well at this point. Maybe. I've definitely seen them with him on the drums. Have you? Because I have seen them as well after this. Mm -hmm. That was, I went on holiday, again on, on holiday in Maglov. Uh-huh. And they, they were playing in a festival in Maglov. So. Have you seen them there? Aye. I saw them at Finsbury Park. That was good. They had like the Charlatans and the Coral Corner Shop. That was when the Corner Shop walked off because people were just heckling them for being Indian. <laughs> like, it's not very nice. No, it's shocking. Uh -huh. um, and then I saw them at the arena, I think. They did a gig at the arena and I saw them uh -huh. when Heathen Chemistry came out. Probably Heathen that Chemistry, one. aye. Um, they were at the stadium aye, as well, weren't they? At some point. Sure I don't were. think I saw them there. No, I didn't see them there. I've, I've only seen them twice. I saw Kings of Leon and Bruce Springsteen at the stadium. Aye, I aye, saw Kings of Leon at the stadium. Aye. They were terrible. Played about 45 minutes. They were late, weren't they? They were late, and then they had a curfew. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. That was the beginning of the end for Kings of the Old. It certainly like, was. It certainly was. I mean, I, I, before that, I saw them um, in Newcastle. It was snowing. It was the same day that Roy Keane resigned. 
Oh, as a, a salon manager, and they're absolutely mint. Like, absolutely, I brilliant. saw them at a festival and they're great when the first album came out, they're brilliant. But that mm-hmm. stadium one was crap, yeah, it was awful. Anyway, anyway, Oasis were still a great stadium band, they were loud, they were big, and they just you know they had everybody eating out the palm of the hand, really, to sing uh-huh. along and stuff. But specifics, I can't really remember that. Don't look back in anger, being arm in arm with you, like bringing a tear to me. I was like the, the, the only thing I remember outside of that. I mean, I've got the CD, so I know what's on it. Yeah, <laughs> but, and it was the Neil Young one as well. I yeah. think we were, and and I, I quite like Gas Panic at the time. I think. Yes, I think that was, uh, that, was a, that was a highlight. I think, um, but and then apart from that, obviously, you know, the, oh, the, the hits. And I, I think the, there was a bit of a falling out. There wasn't that obviously with the Neil. Yeah. <laughs> Neil and Neil <laughs> with the with Liam and Noel because I think uh, obviously. Noel's a bit of a, you know, professional guy, isn't he? And, and Liam was pissed, wasn't he? He was, he was yeah. So he was giving him, uh, giving him stick. Aye. I think he was shouting at him like over the microphone, wasn't he? He was. I was shouting. They were bickering, like I think they used to do that, and it was. Quite aye, that's the thing. He didn't know whether it was something that they were putting on or like. Well, I you think know, they used to do that. And it was funny, but now at this point they were doing it, and they were clearly just having to go at each other. Because I remember, really... I remember Liam going over and like giving him a kiss and all this kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? And, and Noel was, he was just, he was having none of it type stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, uh, I don't think it was the, the best of their relationship at this no. point. Still, but, what do you think of the gig then overall? I mean, it's difficult, well, isn't it? A long time ago. Yeah, it's a long time ago. And like I say, I, I remember the trip for all the other stuff more than the actual, the actual music gig. and the gig. Um, I remember Doves probably more than Oasis. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's because I was less drunk at that point. But I wouldn't have been because we weren't. We didn't keep drinking. No. And we, we weren't doing anything else. So no. I, I, I just remember, you know, the, the fact that we're so close to them, you mm-hmm. know, and that was the thing. Yeah. It, where we were, Wembley Stadium. Yeah, exactly. Stadium. The, the old Wembley, obviously. The old Wembley, where the previous time we'd been there was for the fateful... <laughs> <laughs> for the playoff, playoff final. final. <laughs> against Charlton. Yes. <laughs> so well, we were there together for that as well, weren't we? So, we were, right. Um, so yeah, it was it was that with the boat. What happened? <laughs> it ends. And we're it like, ends. Well, what we're we gonna do? We need to find Nobby. <laughs> we haven't seen him. See, this is this is where Nobby he, he does actually come up with some kind of credit because he goes somewhere we'll actually find him, isn't he? Uh-huh. I can't remember where that was. Is it the the first aid place? We or went something? the first aid, so we were um, we basically waited. Or, until the stadium was empty, we were like wandering we were on the around. pitch. Well, we were playing football. <laughs> we were wandering around the empty stadium uh-huh. and like fl- trying to play football on the pitch and stuff like that. Um, and it had all emptied out, so all of these thousands and thousands and thousands of people had emptied out. And we were like, our only hope was that Nobby had thought to do the same, and we'd bump into each other. Yeah. And we kept like going past the first aid and stuff like that in case he had come a cropper, which was likely. Um, <laughs> And then we did bump into we him. We did, uh-huh. And lo and behold, he's got a sling on again. <laughs> and a story to tell. And a story to tell and one shoe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he'd recovered his Oh, he had, he had two shoes at this but that point. But that, that was part of the part story. Part of the story, too. So we were like, where have you been? What have you done? What the fuck? Did you see the gig? Uh-huh. And we were like, we told you you shouldn't have gone. Uh-huh. We told you you shouldn't have gone. Yeah. And he was like, uh, oh, no, man. He went, no, that's not it. I did make it back. He went, I, I almost had my hand on your shoulder 
and then fucking in the bushes started and I just got pushed over and like kind of trampled. Uh-huh. And I think I got, he got he got carried. And he got carried out the front. So he uh-huh. went like past us. And as soon as when we were watching the gig, he was actually being carried by people over my head. Like rescued. Uh-huh. And he said like he almost had touched. <laughs> so he ended up off the front and then he said he got the front he he's only had one shoe on. He said he could see it. But the guy was like, no, you need to get out the side, like the security, yeah. you know, off around the side. So I was like, so where did you go? Did you watch the gig? He went, well, I had to go in the stands rather than on the pitch. And um, there was no seats <laughs> in front of the stage. So I was like behind the stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I could hear it, but I you couldn't really, couldn't couldn't really see it properly because... Uh-huh. I was the, the equipment was in front. Of him. <laughs> he's, he's getting them saved, imagine. No, he just won that on the stage at this point. Fucking in the bushes came on with his one shoe. So then he said, and then I thought, well, I need to hang around and try and get my shoe back. And he said, he went up. Also, to... I, I am slightly injured because he's <laughs> fell over. Yeah. So he's like, I can do two things here. One, I need to get my shoe. And he said he went to the lost property or something afterwards and was like hi I've lost my shoe and they went it'll be over there and pointed to a mountain of shoes <laughs> <laughs> a mountain of shoes huh? a huge pile of shoes like <laughs> so he found it rummaging through all uh, so shoes. he found it and then he went well actually I've I have got a sore arm I am I've, injured I've never hurt me off I yeah. am injured so I'll go to the to the, the first, first aid tent and apparently he went in there and he was like, oh, you know, I've got a, whatever was wrong with a sprained wrist or something was his injury. And At I'll, this point, the doctor is, is in, his, in head his head saying, you've meddled, <laughs> you've meddled, you've with, meddled it again. with it. And he knows he's meddled with it this time because it's not on. Yeah. So he thinks, this is the perfect opportunity. This is opportunity. the perfect opportunity. I'll go to the first aid tent and tell them that I've just hurt my arm right now. Yeah, I've broken it. I've broken it. <laughs> and they'll put a cast on it. <laughs> and all the problems, and all the problems will be solved. Are solved. This has been like a silver lining for not yeah. getting the gig. Surprisingly, <laughs> they didn't have plaster casting available <laughs> at this first aid tent. Um, I'm going to say that second aid. <laughs> <laughs> they were able to book him an appointment at a, a, a local doctor, <laughs> which he had. <laughs> which he was insistent uh, afterwards <laughs> to go to. So we'd sit around in this weekend in London or whatever waiting for him to get his arm plastered, <laughs> which he didn't bloody need. Which he didn't need in the first place. Uh-huh. So he did have a sling on. He was like, but a they sling. did do this. And I was like, but no, you don't need your arm on a sling. <laughs> like, it's not actually injured. You just wanted them to put a cast on uh-huh. for appearances. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all it was, isn't it? <laughs> Save face for the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a man. What so, a yeah, man. there was a... Uh, that was it. <laughs> so we found him. It took us absolutely ages to get back. I think we missed the last uh, tube back to King's Cross from Wembley. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. We just went to the pub after that, really. Think didn't we went, think pub, we went yeah. for a pint, and then the day after, a bit of time that might have been when we went to Camden or whatever the day after. I think it was the day after, and then we went. And we were watching the next day because there was a gig on the next day as well, wasn't there? Yeah, so the next day was the. The one that was on the telly, we it was went on to the Sky pub. One. 
It was, right? <laughs> and we went to the pub to watch that. Have you ever watched the preamble? Because it was like a football uh-huh. kind of thing. Yeah. Like they had like an anchor and they had like guests, like pundits. All right. I before did that. And I remember I've watched that since. Mm-hmm. It must be on YouTube or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's, let's say it's Zoe Ball. I'm pretty sure it's Zoe Ball. <laughs> oh, maybe, obviously. Or Joe Wiley. <laughs> Joe Wiley. It would have been Joe Wiley. Probably Joe Wiley. Yeah, it was definitely Joe Wiley. And I don't know who's like on the panel, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Rent a, rent a gob indie people, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. So we went. Uh, we ended up around Leicester Square and stuff like that. And when we found this little pub that had it on, uh-huh. and then we kind of relived it again, and we're surrounded uh, by, by people it again, with caves. Uh-huh. The cave people <laughs> had they just come from Westminster? Do you think there was cave people? Oh, we quite close to there. Weren't we? did, Hogwarts. They must have come from Hogwarts. Do you think? Because they were like that, weren't they? They were very, like, uh, posh. So. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like they weren't wearing a cape for a joke. No, it was, it, yeah. And they weren't goths. Uh-huh. So it was like so that it outfit. So be their attire. It was that attire. <laughs> and I was obviously taking the piss out of them because I've never met a person with a cape. But you were far more refined than me, saying, Brett, just leave them alone, that, that canny man. Oh, I didn't want to get What the, the fuck the dress that <laughs> I didn't want to make a scene. Well, you know, we might as well have. <laughs> So we were, um, well, I remember that we were walking down the streets trying to find a pub that had it on, and we were singing Sad Song. The yes, Oasis song. I, I it's not that, on the, yes. definitely maybe like a bonus track. We were quite mortal when we were singing. We were pissed that, that yeah. yeah. And I remember just walking around singing that because mm-hmm. it was one of those like little secrets for it Oasis. Was, fans, it was because that's the thing with Oasis, right? I mean, it's different now where you know you download everything and stuff, but. Mm-hmm. The B sides and stuff like that, it, it, they were sought after, weren't they? Yeah, that's why. That's why they were such. That singles did so well, not just because of the single, yeah, but the because people wanted to hear the B sides because they put as much effort into the songs on the B sides. As, as, well, sometimes as, the B sides were better than the A sides, weren't they? I mean, do you know what I mean? Yeah, at, but, at some, some point, so. I dropped off as the and the later albums, but yeah. the first two albums for sure. I mean, the master plan. And then they've got, yeah, and then you've got that master plan compilation that's got all of them on. Mm-hmm. That is brilliant. Uh, like, is. most people have never brought out an album that good, and that's a collection of B sides. Mm-hmm. So that was the thing, like that. And obviously, that was a time when you'd bring out two different CD versions of a single. Yeah. So you'd have six different songs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And people would want to buy both of those versions to get all of those songs. Yeah. And that's how Oasis ended up going to number one all the time. Yeah. Was the strength of... Well, it's certainly the height of sort of, of, you know, music at that time for us, I think, wasn't it? Especially, even I remember we were looking at the Verve's singles and stuff yeah. like that in HMV for yeah. similar reasons. Oh, I've never heard that one. Yeah, yeah. But they were, too, they were out of our reach, I think, weren't they? they were too expensive. Yeah. I remember Nobby had the cigarette boxes, though. Yes, I the Oasis, like, Benson Which are... Worth quite a bit of money now if, if anybody's got. He them. probably like sat on them and squashed them. <laughs> <or something. laughs> I wonder if they've still got them. After. I mean, I, I, when when I started earning money, I, I bought every single single that I could get my hands on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I didn't have those cigarette boxes ones, which are, are worth mm-hmm. I think about a hundred quid or something now. So that that's like, you know, that's one of the reasons they were so critically acclaimed at the time, and it was mint. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, they were good, but in retrospect, people have decided that they weren't actually that good for some reason. Yeah, well, I don't like that. And they've decided, like, they were just, like, a a lads band or whatever, but they were critically acclaimed. Those first two albums were critically acclaimed. The B-sides were critically acclaimed. It wasn't just 
the sun saying they were great yeah. and loads of like hooligans. Mm-hmm. They were like media darlings, they were critics darlings, they were on the front page of newspapers, they were on the front pages of serious music press. And America, they were, they were starting to break America when the war and stuff like that, weren't they? And they were likened to like bands like the Smiths and the Stone Roses, like for the fact that people wanted to collect everything that they yeah. brought out. And also, that it was like a, a cultural change as well, because like I remember sort of listening to Rave 92, and then all of a sudden it was Oasis, and uh-huh. people's attitudes changed, their haircuts changed, yeah. all the clothes. clothes changed, and that, that kind of thing, you, you, it's akin to like, I don't know, the Beatles or something like that. It was massive, like, we changed what we wore. We did. And what we ben were. Sherman. Uh-huh. You had to have a Ben Sherman shirt, uh-huh. didn't you? Yeah, and that was that was like small as a dart and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, We'd like well, hair got a bit longer and still. Definitely, we all changed. Like, did. and the, we were fourteen-year-old in South Shields. You know, imagine being seventeen-year-old in Manchester or something like that. It would right. be like totally change your life. There was a lad that they, we used to hang around with. I don't know. He would. He used to like attach himself to it. We used to call him Paul Weller. Do you remember him? He was all there, fellow, wasn't he? He was, aye. And he had, he had the the proper hair in that, which we could call. I've got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I remember him. And only now that you mentioned it, aye. Aye. He, he, he? he was someone's girl boyfriend. Or he was like one of the lasses who was our age. Yeah. And he was like a twenty-year-old boyfriend or something. When he was fifteen. And he used to like, he used to like knock around. Well, but he wasn't really our mate. It was a strange well, thing. Well, because we were kids playing yeah. football and that. <laughs> He was a grown man. Seeing, Are you thinking of a child? You're you're thinking of that other one, man. That other grown man who used to not work, play football. Or... Eddie. Eddie, yeah, yeah. Eddie follows me on Instagram. Does he? Mm-hmm. He's called Eddie Lister Vinyl. He just posts pictures of records all the time. Oh, nice. he used to like his music, didn't he? I did, I. But that was a very strange situation. It was. It? I think there's an episode on Eddie to be had. Yeah. He was canny, but it was odd. It was strange. And obviously Did he have a benefactor of some kind? <laughs> like a rich dad or something? Because he used to just come to the AstroTurf and play football every like, day. day. And he always had like he was twenty five and stuff. And well, we he seemed have... ancient to us, didn't he? He was right. probably like in his early twenties. Well, plus, we didn't even think of getting him to go into the day uh, and buy with booze and stuff. No, but then he started coming out like when we were going out with Shields uh-huh. and stuff, didn't he? Uh-huh. He was a nice enough bloke. He was a bit odd, obviously, because he's hanging around with kids. Uh-huh. But uh, he was a nice bloke. Maybe he's just lonely, lonely man. Yeah, I remember he—he um, he was a big Newcastle fan. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I remember there was a picture of Alan Shearer. Yeah, had of him like doing his celebration, like running away with his hand there. And he was a decent footballer, wasn't he? Okay, and he, right, he right. used to he used to model himself on you, I think he's a big Newcastle fan. He had similar hair. But he had black hair. Uh-huh. So I remember he used to colour in Alan Shearer's hair, like black, in his picture, so he looked more like him. <laughs> did he really do that? He did, he did. Yeah. Any of you listening, you, you can go at us if you think I'm wrong. Come at us. But, uh, I, I remember you doing that, and I don't think... Fair enough, like whatever, like <laughs> whatever makes you happy. Yeah. I remember he was great for music. He, he, yeah, he, was. he used to bring. It was uh, a nice. He was a nice bloke. It was just a bit of an odd situation. Wasn't it was. It? I mean, when it, not in a nefarious way. There was none of that going on. No, 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 not at all. He, he was, was just, a nice fellow. I was like, we were just kids, and he like 
daughter playing football. He must have just liked us, I suppose, and like yeah. playing football. Well, who wouldn't like that? <laughs> That's the thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, why were we talking about him? Because of the well eyed guy. No, because of the well eyed guy that uh, he was from the nook, I think. Him wasn't he? he was I can't remember if I really was really it vaguely rings a bell, mm-hmm. but uh, can't remember too much. But yeah, that was like Oasis kind of took over our lives at that point, and then as we've said before, that turned into getting into other stuff that. No, we gotta get Were you into the Beatles before Oasis? Yeah, I would have been. I remember when I first heard Oasis, I really hated like each voice because mm-hmm. I was used to the Beatles and like harmonies and yeah. really kind of. Did I, you I, think I, it sounded like the Beatles? Nah, and I still don't. No, I don't either. Like it sounds more like. I mean, the later ones with like the, the, the you know, I, sort of consciously got. I, I think the last few Oasis albums, I like them. They're not groundbreaking like the first couple were, but they just turned into like a good 60s pastiche group, I think. Yeah. Like, whoever wrote the songs, they were like a little bit like the Kinks, a little bit yeah. like the Small Faces, a little bit like. And it's like always the strawberry feels like. Dude, yeah. thing. Do you know what I mean? And then there's that importance of being idle, sounds like a Kinks song. Yeah. Like, I, did, I think Len can play that one. It's a good song. Well, it sounds like uh, The Laws as well, doesn't it? There's a lot of yeah. song which is. Uh, almost exactly the same <laughs> yeah. I think. so um we ended up like going back and listening to that stuff but i don't think it sounded like the beatles there's obviously like lyrics that reference the beatles in a lot of their songs and stuff and then they started doing that on purpose huh? and like dylan and stuff and loads of other things but yeah and then there's neil young there's mm-hmm. there's t-rex there's sex pistols status quo there's all kinds of stuff that they sound like uh Slayer, Status Quo got some good songs. They have. Not wrong with Status Quo. No, I don't think there is. And also going back to the Stadium Light, opened the Stadium Light. Yes, it did. Um, and those two partied harder than most fucking people did. Have Didn't it, it, it wasn't he the first man to have his, his nose, nose drop out? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think he was. I think he was. Uh-huh. Um, what, the Status Quo now? Jesus. <laughs> But I like you start listening like I probably started listening to Stone Roses properly because of Oasis. Yeti had Second Coming, I remember. So I used to we used to listen to that. But it's just one of those things like no like Noel Gallagher always talked about all of these artists and stuff. Lee Gallagher never talked about anything but John Lennon. <laughs> He's just talking about John Lennon. Didn't he? <laughs> I don't remember seeing an interview with him like if John Lennon was in the room, would you say hello to him or whatever? He went no. You'd think I was a dick or whatever. So you, you know, he loves him, he adores him, whatever. But he wouldn't want to talk to him. It was weird, like he. So you never really got anything from Liam, like what kind of music he like. You just yeah. like the Beatles. But obviously, a massively talented guy, Liam, isn't he? At this particular moment in time, he's he's got a great voice. But he must have put work into that. Because if you listen to like the the demo stuff, it's completely different. His voice is different. The earlier stuff. He sounds more like Ian Brown, yeah, but, he's not, Ian but Brown. he's like not. I'm gonna say not as good as Ian Brown, but his voice is kind of like high and like oh, it's right. a bit weird. And then he's obviously all of a sudden it's like he's he's Liam Gallagher. Yeah, it? yeah, and it's a bit Johnny Rotten. It's a bit John uh-huh. Lennon. Um, and if you like, that was the great thing about that Nebworth documentary that I watched recently. His voice on that is absolutely incredible. Like he has got a great, a fantastic voice. 
absolutely brilliant. He's been spoiled over the years, but uh, he's got better again, I think. Yeah, I think so. Or the stu- he can use the studio but better. Musically, he's got talent as well because you kind of just you kind of just turn up and sing, can you? Because he he did just turn up and sing on those demos or whatever, and it's, he sounds like Ian Brown. Yeah. He's put work in. Yeah, yeah, no, but I it's think not, one not of the, just come like that, has it? But I think one of the good things is he looks like he's like come straight out of the pub after ten pints or whatever, and he's walked on stage and he's just belts out rock and roll style. Like that's mm-hmm. that's what made him yeah. that good at the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he can sustain that until the end fifty, and he hasn't really. Mm-hmm. But he's sells more records and sells out bigger shows well, than Will Gallagher does now. So well, I, I mean, as far as Lennon's concerned and stuff like that. I mean, I've always played Oasis. Do you know what I mean? But I don't think I've had a massive influence on Lennon's musical taste or whatever. But he loves Noel Gallagher. He loves Oasis. It's his favourite band. If you go in his room now, he's got Oasis posters up there and stuff like that. And it's not something that I've forced on him. So it's still going now. It's still alive now. This kind of, this little period of time. Mm -hmm. You know, when we were 14, it's still going now. Well, that's, if you think about it, it's the same amount of time between, definitely maybe now, as it was between us and the Beatles. Ah, yeah. exactly. So if it stands out, it can stand that mm-hmm. amount of time. Well, that's the thing about people having this opinion. Oh, it's just shit. Do you know what I mean? It was crap. I think, like, a similar thing with the Beatles. Like, you know, if you listen to, like... Uh, the Clash or whatever, they they bad mouthing the Beatles and their songs and stuff. It's a similar thing, isn't it? Like, oh, that's that's gone now. It was shit. It's easy to do that. Isn't clash. The Clash. Fucking <laughs> hate them. But you, do you know what I mean? It's it's like because that time's gone, it's easy to go at shit. But it wasn't shit. I think the, the reputation of the reputation of the fans and the behaviour of the fans has overtaken the band. The the actual any facts or like knowledge about the band well do you, do you surely the same thing should have happened to the Sex Pistols though shouldn't it do you think that yeah but I don't think anybody thinks the Sex Pistols are good do they do you not think they're good I like the album I mean have you got, when's the last time you listened to the full album I, don't, I, I think I've listened to it a couple of times exactly <laughs> so they're good, good songs the, the impact is massive because people still know who they are and yeah. know what they did uh-huh. but I mean like I was just seriously, that, how many people have listened to that album yeah. like more than once? I was just thinking about it. Bad behaved fans, <laughs> but that was all the people, right? It wasn't. I don't think that was just because of that. Yeah, that, no, it was, that was like because a, of their a music. different time, wasn't it? I think stuff. that's like the seventies and uh, like you know they were a catalyst for shit. people to do that. I don't think it was particularly because of what music they played or because of that band. They were just a catalyst. Who do you think are the worst behaved fans? Uh, Would you say Oasis? In our lifetime, do you think? I think it's probably something like One Direction and stuff like that. Like those, ooh, those fans like like tell each those other fans, to kill. They claw each other's eyes. They was... tell each other to kill themselves and stuff like that. Like there's been depressed kids who've been like trolled uh-huh. and stuff by those like little mix and all of that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Well, their fans, it's horrible. Like I don't think any of do that you think happened. The, the social media age or whatever that's got. I think it's to do with that, not the band. Like, mm-hmm. but you know, those who have that loyal followers and yeah. you know, like bully other kids on the internet because of whatever they decided to mm-hmm. fancy them more than them. That's do ridiculous, isn't it? It's horrible. Well, probably Oasis, like for proper band. For fans. going to the gig and like <laughs> you know, 
Because, like, I remember when I wonder you... what it's like in Sam Fender. I think it's very nice. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think like that, that, that Geordie fellow who does the podcast, he's there keeping everybody in, in control. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And then he goes off and he talks to semi famous people after that. Yeah. I think that's what happens. Yeah. Sam Fender. Professional Geordie. Professional Geordie. That's what you said he was. What's a professional Geordie? Well, it's just like, yeah, yeah like they toed me, man. And then oh, right, when I'm uh, back in Newcastle, uh-huh. you know, I didn't like to be taken seriously and I don't like to be treated like I'm famous and that. But I do walk around dressed like this all the time with a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, and actually, I love Lindisfarne. <laughs> actually, he's a nice bloke. Uh, Have you met him? I think he, I used to, like, he's. I don't know him, but I've met him. We used to do buskers nights and stuff when I lived in North Shields. And he played the buskers nights, and I'd be at them. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's friends with some of like me cousins and stuff like that. Uh, and apparently, he's a lovely bloke, and I think he's talented and all the best to him for making it massive because not many people get to do that. But we don't like your shoes. But I'm not keen on his shoes. Still keen on his shoes. Push <laughs> puppies, apparently. No. <laughs> Clocks. <laughs> well. That's that oasis. That was all right, wasn't it? That was all right. A nice yeah. trip down memory lane. It sure was. Nobby, anything to say? Never listen to this, Nobby. He's going anything to, to say on the matter, Nobby? I don't think so. We asked Nobby at least twenty times if he'd come on and explain himself. He said he didn't want the publicity or something. He said to me, <laughs> "I didn't want the publicity." <laughs> well, we've done it now, haven't we? So I hope he doesn't get upset. <laughs> that can't be the word to word used. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just don't think you wanted to come on. And well, mate, what a great weekend that was! Like, was. what an eye opener and how some people live, mm-hmm. what big cities like. Even if we didn't enjoy all of it or fare that well in some of it, mm-hmm. um, do you think the city would have ate up if we had been there a little bit longer? The big smoke. The big smoke. We would have kept getting lost. <laughs> you would have kept getting lost. We'd have had less and less money. <laughs> yeah. And you can't drink absinthe and vermouth for that long. What's I this? A, I have a quiz. Oh, do you? Nice yes. One. Bearing in mind, this is from weeks ago. <laughs> All right. It's famous punches. Okay. <laughs> obviously okay. because of the uh, ah, okay. Will Smith slap. Yes. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Did you see that? Did you? Obviously, everybody's seen it, haven't they? Yeah. Well, I don't understand why people insist it was a punch when it's clear. I thought it was a punch at first, but then it's definitely a slap in it. It's a funny movement he does, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it really is. Like with his hand afterwards. Well, yeah, the cameras went, or the, the sound went off. What you didn't realise, as he slapped me, went, Will Smith! Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, uh, I like Chris Rock's face when he's thinking it's a joke. <laughs> As it <laughs> connects, then it connects, and he's still thinking it's a joke yeah. until he's properly gone like that. It was and then he like... realizes, shit, he's, he's come on and slapped us. I think what funny thing was like uh, this has been poured over, obviously, but he Who laughs. Is? He laughs at the joke, uh-huh. and then his wife's he's like, still laughing while he's slapping. <laughs> His wife's like, oh, you find that funny, did He's like, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to make reparations for this. Reparations. <laughs> Very funny, though, wasn't it? What, what, was what a reaction, like, what a, what an example to set to people. What, the, what How's he a good example anyway? Well, is that at least just an actor, Annie? Why do actors have to set an example to people? He's anyway. just lost his rag, Annie. What? Trying to stick up for his wife and that. If it was in a pub and you called my wife, 
there would be a slap and coming around you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't do that for a start. Well, you you might. But, you uh, might. A slap was a strange move. It is because he didn't want to punch him, did he? His actions, like like I see, he's he's motion after he's connected. It, you know, like when do you think it's an Agnes slap? Like you know, I think it's like you know when a good ten pin bowler does a, a, a good slide. ten pin bowler. <laughs> they do like well, the like, slide, and the and the legs like going behind when they finish. The ball is like my own thing of the film Kingpin. Yeah, I know, but like I've seen people doing in shields and that. Uh, no, you haven't. But you know, like I'll run up and. Uh, and yeah. I just kind of drop it. The sliding motion. When people do the slide, the ball's like miles away and they're still like <laughs> pirouetting and sliding. I think it's a bit like that. He had the to... People who do that have definitely or, got that glove on, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, the glove on and they buff the ball up and all that. Yeah. What I'm saying is, I'd love to And the to bowling know, ball's got a massive rose in it. I'd love to know <laughs> Will Smith's oh, bowling average. <laughs> I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of Big Lebowski now. It's the two of them, yeah. So both... It's simple. <laughs> right, do you want the questions? Yes, let's do the questions. Which, By the way, you don't have to hide them. I'm just not going to read them. I don't trust you, though. That's the, Remember how I don't trust you? I'll turn away. Which football manager punched a fan who invaded the pitch, saying he just clipped his ears? Oh, it's got to be Brian Clough. It's Brian Clough, certainly is. Which deputy prime minister threw a left-hand jab at a person who threw an egg at him? Two Jags, John Prescott. Two Jags? <laughs> <laughs> How many Jags you got? Not a nickname. Two Jags? Two Jags. No, I haven't Good just one Jag. <laughs> Rubbish, isn't it? I am one Jag. Which video game has Mike Tyson as the final boss? Street Fighter 2? Oh, no. Remember, it's famous punches. Evander Holyfield? No. It's Punch Out. <laughs> punch Out? I don't know it. You don't know it. Well, that Mike Tyson, that's why it's called M. Bison, right? What? On Street Fighter 2, so remember the guy before M. Bison mm -hmm. is a black boxer. Mm -hmm. And then the final guy, M. Bison, is a guy in a hat and coat and that. You got the names the wrong way around. M. Bison was meant to be the boxer. All right. And uh, he was basically... Is M. Bison the, ma the man in the red Nazi suit? He's the one who was played by Raul Julia yeah. in the film. yeah. R.I.P. Kelly <laughs> <laughs> Minogue's in that film, though. Mm -hmm. I, I went to go yeah, to see we the pictures, didn't we? John Glove Van Damme. Uh -huh. Why? Uh, he's miscast, I think. <laughs> he's is, is an American soldier. Hopefully miscast, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. He definitely is. Which Zack Snyder film, I know no. you're a fan, <laughs> has drawn criticism for its depiction of women by critics? Oh, it's one there's like four lasses, isn't there? Four lasses. Donkey Punch? Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. Suck well punch. done. You've done very well, eh? Donkey Punch. Blow my skull. Is what type of alcoholic drink originating in Australia? <laughs> in the rainforest. <laughs> <laughs> Blow my skull. Is it a fruit punch? It's a punch. <laughs> well done. I knew you'd get that one. Which magician is said to have died after being punched in the stomach? Ooh. Ooh. Now, have you ever seen um, the John Candy, Steve Martin wonderful film? The day of... Plain Trains and Plain Trains and Uh-huh. John Candy mentions... Oh, does he? Oh, I don't know. This in the film. A magician? A magician. Is it Harry Houdini? It is Harry Houdini, yes. 
I thought he was more of an escapologist. <laughs> he used to get people to punch him in the stomach, though. And apparently, well, he got him. this guy punched him in the stomach and it burst his appendix. And he what like punch his stomach? Say how hard I am. Yeah, he would just let people punch him, like random people. It's not magic. It's not magic. <laughs> <laughs> He's like David Blaine, isn't he? Like he, he would do different kinds of stuff. Okay, mostly escaping though. Mostly escaping. Good escapes. <laughs> anyway, that was a great quiz. That more of that, please, Brett. More of the punches. Yeah, more of that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Up with that kind of thing. You're down with that. I'm down with that. <laughs> and I want up with that kind of thing. Right. Maybe I should just do the quizzes then. I mean, I've been trying for a long time to make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like yours. Your quizzes are good, Mark. Although your dad hates it. I'm just like, up my dad? <laughs> Right, okay. Well, that was brilliant. Loved that. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for the quiz. Also, you could have just put in what happened at Oasis's first gig in Newcastle. And no I could have had got punched in we'll the face that. by a fan. Did he have like a sovereign ring on or yeah, something like that? Something like he that. cut his eye or something? Uh-huh. Uh, Riverside. Also RIP. To the Riverside? Uh-huh. Is that not there now? It became... A club which I can't remember the name of, bloody hell. And now it's blocked flat, so. Uh, Noel Gallagher bought it, not me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, okay then. Uh, cheers for that. We did have some music. What was it again? Oh, I've got it. It's Skylights with Outlaw, Yorkshire Band. Big rocker. This one works well with the, uh, the podcast, I think. Yeah. Right, cheers. See you next time. It'll be over video again. It'll Bye. be over video. <laughs> <laughs> Execution <laughs>
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 